You are listening to the Way to Wellness Podcast with Casey Hayes, episode number seven. happy song. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If you've been following along, or even if you're brand new to the show, if you like what I talk about and have 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate your rating of the Way to Wellness podcast on iTunes so more people can find it and learn how to start today to live healthier lives. Okay. So that's my little blurb about that. And in case I become famous, I just want to go ahead and let you know I'm going to be an extra in a movie tomorrow, y'all. Yeah. So today is Sunday. Tomorrow is Monday. March 11th. I had to look at the calendar. And there's a movie filming tomorrow that I'm going to get to be an extra in. So a coworker of mine mentioned some movie was filming on her family's property. And I was like, well, what movie is that? And it's this movie, it's based on a book called The Devil All the Time. And um, it takes place from, it's like a time, it's a period movie. So there's a time period from the 40s to the 60s. And the more I looked into the movie, I realized um, there was a website for casting for extras. And I was like, well, surely they're not still casting for extras because they're already filming. But meh. Let's see what's let's see what that's about. And so I found an email address and I sent them like my pictures and my information and all that. And they ended up texting me like a couple weeks later. I had forgotten all about it and then I saw this text pop up in my phone from a, a number I didn't know. And it was the casting guy and he was like, Hey, can you show up tomorrow? Which was Friday. Can you show up tomorrow for a fitting? And I was like, Shit, yeah, I can show up tomorrow for a fitting. I mean, I said that in my head, but I didn't, like, actually text him that. I said yes. And um, it actually, the fitting uh, headquarters is was at, um, it's a place in downtown Birmingham. It's no longer open to the public, but it was once open to the public, and it was called Old Car Heaven. And it's where they used to, like, store and display a bunch of old classic cars. And so I was like, yeah, I can show up there and get fitted. Like, you want me to wear clothes like I might actually be on camera like yes that'd be amazing so all these people are in this movie um I actually had to look some of them up because I wasn't like familiar with them on a name basis but once I looked them up I was familiar with their movies so it's gonna have Tom Holland in it which he's the new Peter Parker Spider-Man um in like the most recent installation of Spider-Man I know there's been like 50 million Spider-Mans um and then who else oh Robert Pattinson like from Twilight, and who else? Uh, Sebastian Stan, who is in a few different things. He was on, uh, I, I love the show Once Upon a Time, and he's in Once Upon a Time. Um, what else was he in? Um, I don't remember, but also Riley Keough, who is um, actually Lisa Marie Presley's daughter, which makes her Elvis Presley's granddaughter, and if 
in any way, shape, or form I happen to see her, I will probably die because I'm a huge Elvis Presley fan. So that's pretty exciting and unusual for me. I don't normally venture out into that kind of um, environment experience for myself, so I'm pretty excited. I have no idea where the filming is going to be tomorrow. They're supposed to let us know um, today, I guess, because it's the end of the weekend and we have to know by tomorrow. So we shall see. Um, I'm really excited, though. Um, I'm already wondering how they plan to feed us, <laughs> like if it's going to take all day. I'm already wondering how they plan to give us food and when, <laughs> or like if I should sneak in some snacks in my bag or something, because mama can't go that long without eating something. Certainly not several hours. Uh, cue the segue into today's topic, how to eat for success. So let's talk about food. I love food. Fun fact. I have two culinary degrees that I draw heavily on when I'm in the kitchen on meal prep days and when I advise others on meal prep. If you've been listening since the beginning, you know that my approach as a healthy life coach is not to tell you what to do. Sorry, <laughs> but I don't make it that easy. Uh, that's because there's no secret I can teach because there are no secrets in health and wellness. Because... You're actually kind of the rock star here. You have to be willing to do the work to figure out what's going to work best for your life and your body. The good news is you're already on your way if you've been listening because that means some part of you is resonating with the information that I've been sharing every week. So no, I don't tell you what to do, but I do shine a light on the parts of a healthy life that create the fastest, most effective results. And that's because when we can feel and see results, we want to keep going. Uh, we have tangible evidence that, holy shit, we can do this and it'll work. Because all the podcasts and books and social media accounts and programs in the world can tell you until we're blue in the face that you are in charge and that you taking action is the bottom line. But until you actually do it and see what you're capable of, it's all just talk. Talk without action is pointless. And so today, I want to shine a light on eating for your success, eating for energy, sustainability, longevity, pleasure, nourishment, nutrition, mental clarity, and more than that because I know it'll help you make more educated decisions when you're taking those active steps towards creating and maintaining your healthier, happier life. So I used to think healthy eating meant depriving yourself of basically everything that tasted good. I thought like sad, uninspired salads and boring, tasteless freezer meals and just having to get used to hunger pangs were part of what you had to put up with if you wanted to be healthy. I thought healthy snacks had to be raw veggies or a literal measured portion of food, like a half a cup of cottage cheese or whatever. I used to think losing weight and living healthy were the exact same thing. And I actually don't believe any of these things anymore, and I rarely eat any of these things that I just listed because, for, for one, it's been cold weather, and I don't want a cold bowl of greens when it's 40 degrees outside. For two, I hate raw veggies. And for three, I don't eat dairy because I don't like how it makes my joints click or how it throws off my digestion.
I was a kid in the 90s, and I remember the low-fat craze, probably related to the cardio craze that basically demonized fat and screamed from the rooftops about the perils of eating it, while every food in a box or bag started adding that little green low-fat label to all their packaging. You remember that? Like, suddenly being low-fat made those items healthy foods. Nobody thought about what chemicals or filler crap had to be added back into those foods when they removed the fat, because fat is where all the flavor comes from. And then Atkins came out not long after that, which was a complete 180, telling you to basically eat bacon as a side to every meal and to butter your freaking eggs. Instead of demonizing fat, we started demonizing carbs. Like, there always has to be some finger to point, some enemy to fight. Something in the shadows plotting against our attempts to become healthier, happier versions of ourselves if we could just find it and shine a light on it. Well, here's my light shining technique in practice. There's no such demon, enemy, or saboteur out there. In fact, the only saboteur affecting us on a daily basis, on a deeply personal level, is right between our ears. Thanks to all the mixed messaging from the diet industry, it's no wonder we got confused about fat, carbs, and what healthy eating should look like. I do think as consumers, we're still recovering from all the misinformation, but it doesn't mean we have to stay misinformed. In the early 90s, we didn't have internet access in practically every home or computers in our pockets. So, really, I think there's no better time than now to give ourselves access to the understanding we need through just a little effort and research. And don't forget the most important part, taking action. To find out exactly what foods are going to work best for you, it's important to try things and pay close attention to how your body reacts. I'll use myself and my husband as examples of how no one way of eating suits or satisfies a person's body or lifestyle. I eat a largely plant-based diet, which looks like a constant rotation of various veggies and grains, all kinds of beans and lentils, veggie-heavy soups and stews and chilies, um, fruit with almond butter for snacks, and green smoothies on a regular basis. Mm, excuse me. Every once in a while, I'll eat something with meat in it if I want to, but I limit dairy and cheese pretty firmly. My husband eats lean chicken, beef, and pork, some grains, a decent amount of cheese, and a smaller amount of veggies and fruit. And we both feel the best when we eat in our own way, but we rarely eat anything in common. Sometimes I'll batch cook rice and we'll eat from that common batch for the week, but that's it. And I can tell you my digestion Energy and mental clarity skyrocketed when I started eating this way, and it wasn't hard at all to move away from animal-based foods to plants. I think that's a big indicator right there. The ease with which I was able to make that shift is what we all have to tap into. Move in the direction that your body already wants to go. The human body is highly intelligent. It's actually our mind and our thoughts that stand in the way the most often. Give your body what it wants, but give it the highest quality version of that food that you can. Because there's a big difference between a cheap burger patty and lean, grass-fed beef from well-treated cows. Despite the differences in how we may eat, 
there are a few common factors to eating for success that we can all keep in mind. I broke them down into three parts just for ease of use. Um, the first one is nutrients. Number two is satisfaction. And number three is nourishment. In my little Cliff's Notes version, nutrients are the vital necessary substances your body needs to be a healthy living organism. Satisfaction is that sense of fulfillment, of contentment when you've eaten for your own best interest and benefit. And nourishment is your fullness and the sense of your needs being met in such a way that you feel truly fed in a mind-body alignment sort of way. Three or four years ago, when I was 20 pounds heavier and set out to create a healthier life for myself, and I was just trying to figure out how that should look, I started researching and of course wound up on Pinterest. I love Pinterest because it's such a central resource for practically everything, and I've actually blogged before about how it helps me meal prep. There's some inspirational quotes and thoughts that I've pinned and read so many times that they've become ingrained in my psyche and they guide my actions to this day. I thought I'd share some of them because they're so good and they might shine a light or give a little bit of perspective you may not have considered before. So our first quote here is, let food be thy medicine. And that was Hippocrates. When you start eating food without labels, you no longer need to count calories. And that's Amanda Kraft. This one's one of my favorite ones because it's got science kind of broken down into it. Every 35 days, your skin replaces itself. Your liver, about a month. Your body makes these new cells from the food you eat. What you eat literally becomes you. You have a choice in what you're made of. Choose wisely. And that's a graphic from Sunstone Holistic Health. And the final one, fitness is 20% exercise and 80% nutrition. You can't outrun your fork. I've learned so much since my days of thinking health and weight loss were the same exact thing. And sad salads and measuring food or counting points or calories were all that awaited me when I considered taking the leap to starting a healthier life. The thing I was most surprised to learn was that eating for success doesn't mean any of those things. It doesn't mean taking away what your body wants and craves. What it actually means is giving yourself more. It's paying attention to your body and allowing yourself to eat the things you're drawn to, no matter what that looks like for you or whether it looks like what someone else does. It means giving yourself and your body the environment needed to grow, to be in optimal condition, to thrive, to develop energy, strength, mobility, longevity, and mental clarity. If you're ready to start paying attention to the messages your body is trying to send, but need some extra support to get there, I got you. Head on over to caseyhayswrites.com coaching. I offer two coaching packages, one for those of you that are brand new to healthier living and one for those that have experienced healthy living before but just need some help getting realigned. There's a contact form right there on the website you can fill out that will come directly to me. 
just tell me a little bit about what you hope to accomplish through working with me. Once I get that completed form, I'll reach out via email so we can schedule a complimentary discovery call so I can learn more about your healthy living needs and find out how I can best help. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. It's time to bet on you and show up for you. Let's get you set up for success. I hope you have an awesome week. And until next time.